You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. This show can be found on Podcast DC, the new local app with hundreds of options in local news, health, and of course of the DMV region. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all the Empire shows as well as the other great content. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today, another quick wrap-up of Minicamp Day two. If you missed Tuesday's wrap up, give it a listen. It was 12 minutes long, fills in on what happened. I just want to get you a feel for what's happening in practice. And this is something I might continue doing in training camp for the first few weeks if there's a desire for these kind of daily updates. Anyway, don't forget you can read my work on ESPN.com. I'll have a story on tight end Logan Thomas for this weekend, taking a look at year two in the same system and expectations, why he feels he can build on last year. I'll also have a podcast with Thomas that will be out sometime soon. So let's get to day two of minicamp. The big star was rookie corner Benjamin St. Juice. I talked about him last week about how disciplined he was in a couple of situations when I was able to focus on him. The nice job playing guys through his zone, picking up others who were then entering. Great eye discipline, was always ready to react. To be honest, he kind of looked like a basketball guard at the top of a 2-3 zone or in the wing of a 2 or not the wing, but at the top in the guard spot in a 2-3 zone defense. On that day, St. Juice was taking plays away. Today, he made multiple plays on the ball and basically for the same reasons. The dude is always in a ready position, crouched, ready to pounce. He made plays on different routes too. The last one came inside the five when he was matched against Kelvin Harmon. Got his inside hand. They were on the left side, out uh, wide left. St. Juice got his inside hand on him at the line using proper technique. Then Harmon wanted a ball in the corner of the end zone. St. Juice was there. The ball from Kyle Allen was a little bit underthrown, and St. Juice broke up the play because he was in good position. Another time, he broke up what appeared to be a fade on the left side to Terry McLaurin from Ryan Fitzpatrick. There was a back shoulder pass, I believe, from Heineke to Deami Brown that he prevented from being completed. And St. Juice dropped what would have been a, a pick of Heineke on a ball to DeAndre Corner on the outside. I like St. Juice, and I told you before, but I will maintain this kid will help. The defensive backs in general today had a strong day. Lots of pass breakups. Even Jordan Brown knocked down a Heineke ball in a blitz coming from, De, um, from uh, the inside in which Deami De Brown was wide open in the end zone. A good day for the DBs. I focused a little on corner William Jackson third as well. Did a nice job with his discipline of taking away a fade to tight end Logan Thomas. The ball wasn't, the, Thomas was lined outside. The ball wasn't thrown his way in part because of how Jackson played him. He used it, he stayed inside, didn't allow himself to be set up where Thomas could create some extra room and the ball went elsewhere. There was one time later when Jackson tried to press McCor Terry McLaurin at the line. 
And I watched, I was watching this matchup because first of all, it's a good matchup, but I wanted to see how McLaurin handled these situations because it's something he told us that he's been working on. Well, Jackson is good at this. McLaurin got him inside right away, did a nice job setting up with a little jab to the outside and got back inside. Now, it wasn't like Jackson was completely dust at the line, but it was a nice job by McLaurin. I asked Ron Rivera about McLaurin getting off the line during the press conference later, and he said it was hard to really tell because they're not really playing against press. And they are using their hands at the line. I've seen it a few times. But what Rivera's talking about, when you're in pads, you can be a lot more physical, and that's when it becomes a much more of a tell. So for a guy like him who's been around, he's going to see what they do in, in training camp, of course. And I want to see that as well. This is all we can see right now. And I so I agree with Rivera on that. But McLaurin did win this one, and it was something to watch because what he did well is he prevented Jackson from getting both hand, from getting his hands on him, and that's something that whether, even if they were in pads, that wouldn't have changed at all. Um, also, corner Danny Johnson made a nice play against Dax Milne working inside in a red zone drill. I know I talked about running back Antonio Gibson Tuesday, but his improved comfort level is obvious. There's still some room for growth, as Ron Rivera said during a Zoom conference call later. But running backs coach Randy Jordan, one there was one time in particular he shot a big time after a run that he had around the end, getting all excited about what he saw from Gibson, the way he set it up, the way he cut. Um, there's Again, all this is patience, vision, and it's part of his growth. Um, another time Gibson caught a ball down the seam, down the right seam over a linebacker. It was a throw into tight coverage by Fitzpatrick. Just a really good job by Gibson catching that ball. It's an impressive catch for a running back. But again, that's where those receiver skills come in. He's been impressive. And I know no pads. So take it for what it's worth. But there is a difference in how he's moving and how he looks right now. And even compared to at the start of last season, at the start of last season, he still looked like a guy who was transitioning from receiver to running back. Funny, because while I was taking notes, I noticed how receiver Kelvin Harmon, he wasn't creating a lot of separation on certain routes. He, he, he can catch balls in contested areas because he's physical. But then like two plays later, he makes a terrific catch down the right side. It was kind of a contested ball. So the, you know, the, was, the corner was, was pretty close to him. So my thought kind of applies still but I'm going to give Harmon credit on this because it was a hell of a grab against corner Tory McTire. Uh, Harmon had to lay out a bit for the ball. Just a nice play by him. I know why they moved Troy Eckie to corner. There's a, we've talked about that before. And there's still a lot that he has to get used to. One thing that troubled me at safety with him was his eye discipline. I saw it work against him at corner today. And by that, I mean, like there were times where he would bite on something and I'm not sure why he was biting on it and it would take him out of position completely. Well, I saw it work against him at corner today as well. With Deami Brown on his side, after he dropped in the zone and bit on something underneath. That left Brown wide open for a deep ball that was, unfortunately for him, under overthrown by Heineke. Now, whether he was supposed to have some safety help on that play, I don't know. It didn't look like it because he was that wide open, but it's just something that, that he's going to have to get used to. He also struggles with getting his hands on receivers off, off the line. Again, he has traits. And that's there's a lot of stuff he has to get used to. So this is he's not a finished product there. And, and Rivera still seems somewhat um, intrigued by what he can do there. Um, he has traits. I'll be curious to see what he does, what kind of strides he makes in training camp. I like what receiver Adams, Adam Humphreys can add to this offense if he stays healthy. You see him developing a rapport with Fitzpatrick as well. 
with his ability to find open spots and with the consistency of his route running, just like McLaurin. That will be pivotal. He knows how to work areas. They do have a couple guys who can make contested catches. We talked about that earlier with Cam Sims making one against Jackson today as well. McLaurin, we've seen that, saw it with Harmon. Logan Thomas can do it. That's all good. As far as the O-line, I did watch rookie Sam Cosme a few times. I like his base, usually in a good position to react. Did she, did see James Smith-Williams start to get him around the corner one time, but Cosme was able to shove him wide. Thought like he started to lunge a little bit, but he was still able to recover, and I think he wasn't, he wasn't in such bad position that he couldn't shove him a little bit. That will be something to watch, and that's something when you get to the one-on-ones, how does he handle those against some of the types of pass rushers he'd see um, in the in an NFL game, I did, and not that James Smith Williams isn't, but I'm talking about the Montez Sweats and all those guys. Those are the kind of guys that he's going to have to measure himself with. Um, I did see him ride out Smith Williams on a later block as well. And finally, I later I liked a block he had against Smith Williams. Again, they're matching up a lot because of how he kept his hands up and tight, not lunging, staying in front of him. Looked like it was pretty good technique, stayed square, and all that. Montez Sweat started strong, pushing, um, started strong today, pushing back. I believe it was Cornelius Lucas on one play, kind of forcing a run back inside. And then in, like a play or two later, getting inside um, an, or get, working inside in a gap to for another stop. Chase Young beat the tight end a play or two later to blow up another run play. By the way, on Young, I think I told you Tuesday that he was not taping all those videos or those commercial shoots the last couple of weeks. Well, he mostly wasn't. I do believe that he did have, he had one day, maybe one and a half days of an Under Armour shoot last week, and that caused part of the absence. Just wanted to clarify, again, you know, people can make whatever they want out of it. I'm just giving you the information. Also, Young discussed his hip hip injury Tuesday. If you recall, um, I mentioned this during the season as one reason for his improved play down the stretch, the fact that he was finally healthy. Again, he reacts well to situations in front of him. Rivera talked about it later, but it's something you constantly see. And for what it's worth, Rivera said they brought in a vaccine expert to talk to the team Tuesday night. I do believe it helps some players decide some things. I also know they have that many have hesitation, including Montez Sweat. To learn more, if you want to read more about that, go check Twitter, number of outlets who will be writing stories on it. My point here isn't to bring up this debate inside here. It's just to let you know that the debate they're having inside the facility is the same one that's taking place everywhere else in this country. Fun times, folks. Hey, everyone. I want to tell you about a fun new offer from Monkey Knife Fight that can enhance any sports experience, whether you're at a game, on your couch, or in a bar. It's a daily fantasy sports league that is easy to play. You can sign up on monkeyknifefight.com using promo code JKR and play games such as more or less. Will an NBA player score more or less than a listed point total? You can do the same in baseball. Will a pitcher have more or less strikeouts than a given amount, etc. It's fun. And every Friday, it's home run derby. And on three guys who had home runs that night, all three hit one, you share in the prize pool. Every week, you can participate in their eagle-eyed jackpot based on the PGA Tour. Choose from any sport, from NASCAR to UFC and League of Legends. And of course, once football rolls back around, there will be even more fun prop bets. This is daily sports betting designed for the average fan to use their knowledge and have some fun. Sign up now at monkeyknifefight.com and use promo code JKR. That's promo code JKR. 
Anyway, that's it from me. I'll be back Thursday with another practice update. We'll also have, at that point, a conversation with the voice of the Washington football team, my pal, Bram Weinstein. So a longer podcast to close out minicamp. Talk to you next time.